Scene 5. The Battle of the Four Armies. Shentlepiece City on Tuscarora Mountain. Tuesday, Nones. Afternoon, 4th of July, 1284. 3rd of St. Swithin. Lord Maverick's swashbucklers are all equipped with blessed silver blades and bucklers with holy icons painted on them. From behind the High Inquisitor and his ghouls, the great dwarf law speaker Sturl Snorrison emerges from the same secret passageway in Frigg's tree that the High Inquisitor and his ghouls used. Behind him step forth several ranks of crossbow dwarves equipped with hammerhead bolts doused in holy water. Johnny Appleseed says, An answered prayer. Sir Robert Roger replies sharply, It had nothing to do with prayer. You just happened to be praying moments before we got rescued. Lord Maverick calls out, Oh, ye of little faith! No time for palavering. Let's nip these ghouls and their undead heinies. A perfectly coordinated volley of dwarven hammerhead crossbow bolts flies out and blows large chunks off the ghouls' flesh with each hit. The line of ghouls falters and loses cohesion. Taking advantage of the muddle, the swashbucklers leap at the ghouls with their silver swords. Swaying gracefully around them with the synced rhythms of grandfather clocks, the swashbucklers cut the ghouls down a notch, then fall back while the crossbow dwarves shoot off another volley of holy water bolts. Keeping focused, the cardinal sends out more black flame to wreak destruction upon the brilliant art and culture enshrined around him upon Thor's base. Seeing their tactical situation deteriorating, the ghouls drop their weapons and tear strips off their shirts to wave as flags of surrender. Lawmaker Sturl Snorrison calls out in Latin, Your ghouls have surrendered! It's time for you to yield! I wish to thank you, your eminence, for monologuing long enough for our warriors to get into position. You are now quite surrounded. No, law speaker, it is you who have allowed me time to surround you! His laugh is more like the high-pitched squeal of a pig, eager to roll in manure. As he speaks, the Knights Templar, the Knights Hospitaller, and the Knights Paladin emerge from the same secret passageway in Frigg's tree behind the dwarves. With the ghouls in front of them and the most elite fighting force in Vinland behind them, the dwarves' tactical advantage evaporates. Johnny Appleseed calls out to the holy warriors with these words in English, "'O oh, brothers in Christ!' You know that the Inquisition has been chasing me for years because I have been distributing Black Flame as part of my mission against hunger in Vinland. I knew that Black Flame could have destructive applications, but I have never used Black Flame for any other purpose than to give relief to the feverish and preserve food from spoiling. Your High Inquisitor has chosen to use Black Flame both as a weapon, though it is banned by church law, and for necromancy, which God forbids in the Bible. Ask yourself, are you serving God by killing innocent Claiborne for no other purpose than to win for the church a monopoly on Black Flame weaponry? By attacking us, you would be making the one, holy, catholic, and apostolic church no better than the great and abominable Black Flame cult. The elect Radisson speaks for the rest when he says in English, Reverend Appleseed, your words ring true and cut us to the heart. However, you must remember that we are both warriors and monks. In both capacities, our highest obligation is to obey the commands of our superior officers, even if they ask us to forfeit our lives. We cannot disobey orders simply because our individual private consciences tell us that our commander is in the wrong. 
While the elect speaks, Brother Clark runs over to law speaker Snorrison and explains Appleseed's words to him in Latin, since he knows almost no English. The law speaker nods and then calls out to the holy knights in Latin, As law speaker for the Tuscarora Mountain Dwarves, my training has made me proficient not only in the ancient Axenhower Code of the Whaler Dwarves, but also in the Alfheim legal tradition. I am also familiar with English common law and Roman civil law, Finally, I spent several months memorizing canon law and discussing it with the most learned clerics in Vinland. If my memory serves me right, canon law states that using black flame for necromancy is an act that can be punished by excommunication. An excommunicated prelate has no authority to give commands to faithful Christians. That means that Piccolo Cardinal Orsini is no longer your legitimate commanding officer. You are free to decide what is right for yourselves. Brother Jack de Mole, leading the Knights Templar, replies, You make a good point, but you forget that he must be tried and found guilty by an ecclesiastical court before we can be released from our vows of obedience to him. The law speaker clears his throat, thinks for a short while, then calls out in Latin. Correct me if I'm wrong, but, as I recall, when Pope Gregory instituted the Papal Inquisition, he had it officially codified in canon law and explained in the Liber Extra of 1234. In it, he states specifically that anyone who transmogrifies a living person into an undead state, or even oversees any such ritual, incurs a laetae sententiae excommunication. That means that the act itself automatically excommunicates him without the need for an ecclesiastical trial. Brother Oliver Rowland, leading the Knights Paladin, says, As you know well, we don't fight for the sake of approval or honors among the Claiborne. We fight because it is just and right in God's eyes. Although we have overwhelming circumstantial evidence before us, there is no solid proof that he transmogrified these ghouls or that he oversaw any transmogrifications. Hearing this, Johnny Appleseed announces in English, That's a simple matter to settle. We'll ask them. Johnny Appleseed calls out, Oh, ye ghouls, speak, friends, and tell us true. Were you transmogrified to your current undead state by Piccolo Cardinal Orsini? If so, raise your right hand. Nearly half of the ghouls raise their hands. Johnny Appleseed folds his arms and nods. Any questions? Brother Oliver Roland of the Knights Paladin turns and announces in English, there is no more room for doubt. Piccolo Cardinal Orsini has chosen to side with infernal powers and has brought upon himself an excommunication by Holy Mother the Church. As the highest level cleric in the present company, that makes me the commanding officer of the crusading forces at Tuscarora Mountain. Then, turning to the ghouls, he addresses them, saying, O oh, ye ghouls, choose your side. The cardinal has no authority to give you orders in the name of Holy Mother the Church. Will you join the knight's paladin under my command, or will you persist in following this excommunicated cardinal down the path of perdition? The ranks of ghouls waver. Eventually, one ghoul steps forward and joins the knight's paladin. One by one, the voice of reason calls a large minority of ghouls out from service with the fallen High Inquisitor to the Order of the Knights Paladin. Though not all are fully aware of the momentous historic event taking place before their eyes, a loud cheer rises up among the Claiborne on Thor's base, 
All the rangers, the crossbow dwarves, the swashbucklers, and the major league elves celebrate the first time in history that ghouls have been counted among the Claiborne in the fight against evil.